so hi, I'm Jen Fry. I'm the Visioning Council President for the Organization of Nature Evolutionaries. And I'm so excited um, to have you join us today. And I thank you for joining us on Giving Tuesday for our Connecting with Nature live stream. I love Giving Tuesday. Um, it's always a fun day for us going back and forth and cheering on everyone. This is a, a day of celebrating abundance and generosity and of course, Earth. Um, so far today, we've raised over $6,400. Woo, this is so exciting. We are more than halfway through our goal. Um, and I truly, I just wanna take this moment to truly thank all of our donors and our members. We are a fairly small nonprofit where each and every donation makes a big difference to us. Seeing your names energizes us and gives us the courage to continue creating incredible educational programs, helping humans to connect with nature. And it is together that we are creating a world where we are co-creative partners with nature and all life has the right to thrive. Reciprocity is at the foundation of our work. And so today, everyone who donates to one, well, not just today, through December 31st, everyone who donates to one is entered into a raffle to win all this gorgeous curated ceremony kit, which we'll open up later and I'll show you all the uh, special items in there. But I just want you to know that every, everyone, no matter what the, the dollar amount is, you will be entered into that raffle. And also it is with the spirit of reciprocity that we are offering you this talk today. So I'm inviting you to come sit in circle with the Visioning Council members of ONE. I hope you have a cup of warm tea or your favorite beverage. And while we have our chat, um, sharing our favorite daily activities to connect with nature, our director, Alicia Holliday, is behind the scenes. <laughs> She's waving, but you can't see her. <laughs> She's, she's behind the scenes monitoring the chat. So please put into the Facebook chat um, any questions, any comments, ways in which you connect with nature, or, you know, tell us why you love to support one. We, we always like to hear that. Um, and of course, there is, um, I hope the donate button is up on the page. So, there, so there's a donate button there too. So please continue with Giving Tuesday and make your donations. So now let's meet uh, the other Visioning Council members. So, you see members, please introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Pam Montgomery, and I founded this organization back in 2013. And here we are all these years later, and it's so exciting to see how much we've grown and, and the progress we've made and the amazing educational opportunities we have brought to all of you. So I'm speaking to you from Danby, Vermont, where it's snowing. Surprise, surprise. Well, hi, I'm in Vermont too, but further north even. I'm April Tanhauser. I'm the Visioning Council of One, and I live in a little town called Charlotte, Vermont, which is on traditional Abenaki lands and kind of nestled between the Green Mountains and the great, beautiful Lake Champlain. I'm so happy to be here with this incredible group of people and all of you today. Thank you. 
Hi, I'm Julie Caldwell, and I'm way over on the West Coast from these ladies. I live in Eureka, California, so I'm here nestled among all the old growth redwoods. Um, it's a gorgeous wintry day outside. Um, I wish you could smell the way the air smells here right now. It's all just rich and vibrant. This time of year is, is makes the redwoods super happy with all of our moisture and fog. So everything is just really vibrant um, and alive and, and exciting, um, which matches the way I feel today, being here with all of you. I, this is the first time I've ever done a Facebook live thing. <laughs> so so uh, this is pretty interesting stuff and I'm happy that you're here with us. Hi there, I'm Laura Parisi and um, I'm looking out right now at the most amazing walnut trees and nature doing its thing. <laughs> I'm in Old Greenwich, Connecticut um, and I'm also, you know, this is the first time also for me too, but I'm so excited to be with all of you to support such an incredible organization as one. So thank you, thank you. Hi everyone, I'm Lillian Edwards and I am back on the West Coast, closer to Julie right now living on the traditional homelands of the Nisenan people, which is also called Grass Valley, California, up in Northern California. And it's a beautiful fall day. And I am just so happy to be here with everyone and all of you. So thanks for tuning in. Zillian, I'm Sarah Artemisia. I live just over the um, Oregon border, Oregon, California border, just north of Mount Shasta in a little town called Talent. It is the ancestral homelands of the Tacoma and Lakawa people. And it is so beautiful here today. It's got this really misty, foggy, uh, beautiful, just quiet, calm and fresh feeling outside. And I'm very excited to be here with you all. Thank you. Thanks everyone. So I am again, Jen Fry, and I am in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, the home of the Susquehannocks and the Conestoga Indians. And, um, and just as everybody's introducing themselves, I'm just feeling really touched. Um, we hardly ever, I actually I don't think we've ever publicly introduced all of the Vision Council members at one time. So this is a really rare opportunity. I hope that you, um, appreciate getting to see all of our faces that many of you probably see some names or um, some of our faces are a little bit more public than others, but all of these amazing women have been, well, are constantly so dedicated to earth and to this organization. And it's just such an honor to be able to sit in circle with them. Um, so, uh, so thanks for joining our circle. Um, so my dear sisters, um, what do you do every day that helps you to connect with nature? Pam, you want to start us? Okay. Um, well, I, I work with what I have, like, all the time. And that is my breath. And I feel like it is such a great way to connect, like, first thing in the morning. It's like you get up and I mean, I might not step outside the door on a day like today where it's 20 degrees and the snows are flying, but maybe, maybe I will. It's actually kind of, the air gets really fresh in the wintertime. And so, but pretty much 
every day, just the very first thing, and it takes, doesn't take a bunch of time, stepping outside the door and consciously breathing with the green beings. And sometimes it might be somebody specific. Maybe it'll be a specific plant I'm working with or tree I'm working with. In the wintertime, I love to connect in with the evergreens, with the cedar and with the white pine and, and um, you know, the firs and the spruces and, and all of them. And so I just, um, I've got this beautiful breath that's just here, <laughs> you know, breathing all the time. And I just bring it up into instead of just doing it i bring it up into my conscious awareness that actually i'm receiving my very breath from the green beings i'm receiving all my oxygen is coming from them and then in in giving back i'm breathing out carbon dioxide which they're breathing in so it's this it's this exchange of breath it's just this cycle of breathing where um you know, we're, we're, we're in relationship. It's not like with your breath, it's like, you don't have to like think about, oh, I have to go sit with a plant now and be in relationship with it. Mm, no, all you really need to do is become consciously aware that you're in relationship with the green beings via your breath. And that's one of the ways we are like, I call it hardwired not to really uh, use too much computer lingo, but it is how part of our makeup, it's who we are and it's who the plants are. And so, and, and trees, the plants and trees and the sea vegetables, of course, too. So those of you, Julie being over there by the ocean and, and all that, you, you know, you get that too, is get that uh, oxygen from, from the ocean's plants. And so, so it's, it's one of those things that we both have and we share it with each other. And to me, that is one of the most intimate ways to be in relationship because I'm the breath of another being and I'm breathing another being. And it's just, I, it kind of brings me to tears. I mean, it's just so profound. It's so every day, you know, it's something, it's just every day and yet when you really come into the awareness of it, it's like, wow, this is super profound in how I'm made up. I've come in with this ability to be in relationship with this great nature out here, which is primarily plants and trees. So anyway, that's what I do every day. Every day I breathe. Every day I bring it into conscious awareness who I'm, who's giving me my breath and who I'm feeding as well with my out breath. And so it's simple, it's simple. It's, it's, you know, it's daily and it takes you to a whole nother place when you really, when you really like go into it. So that's me, that's what I do every single day. And it's simple. And, you know, you carry your breath with you. It's a good point. You can't miss it. You can't forget it. Can't forget it. <laughs> Thanks, Tim. I love that. Um, I'm the breath of another being. That's really, uh, it's yeah. poetic and it's potent. Like you can really feel it and it inherently makes you feel that connection. Um, yeah. Yeah. So anybody else want to make a comment? Right. Oh, go ahead, April. I was just going to say that there have been some moments in my life 
thankfully very few where breathing has been difficult. Mm. And the moment after those moments is such like being reborn. Um, so just the gift of being able to breathe with ease, mm -hmm. which we take for granted, I take for granted, in those moments when it doesn't happen or when a beloved one is having difficulty with it, it becomes such a grace, such a, an amazing gift that I'm, I'm helped to remember the magnitude of it. Thank you, April. Miss Julie, what do you do every day? Unmute myself. <laughs> so people that know me know I am a total water baby as much as I am a plant fanatic. Um, and so one thing I do every day involves water. Um, I'm kind of a little bit obsessed with water and all of its forms. <laughs> I love oceans. I love rivers. I love long showers. I love to drink water. Uh, I just water. It's, it's, it's my thing. Um, so I don't even know when I learned this elementary school sometime, but you know, it's one of those little facts you learn that has like blown my mind on the daily, every time I think about it. And that is that the amount of water on the planet is finite, right? So, you know, the amount of water is the same through all, all of time, through, through all the iterations of humans and life and animals and cycles and circles, the water's always been here, cycling through this current of, of ocean to land to atmosphere and just doing this circular movement. You know, and still that just blows my mind, right? That, that the water that's in your very own body and that's an easy place to connect. I do this with any water I come across, but our bodies are, you know, it, it varies at least 60% water. Our blood is 90% water. So we're, we're walking around with a lot of water story in us. Um, water's also a recorder. So if you've ever followed the work or if you haven't checked him out, um, Masaru Emoto, he's passed now, but you know, when his, his work first came out, when it crossed my awareness, again, it was just like this total mind blow because what he did was he would take photographs of water, you know, that would crystallize into its crystalline form. He would do that, take a photograph and then send energy or music, um, you know, really heartfelt like love or compassion or peace into the water and it literally changes the story that the water's carrying. The water then records that information and that vibration and holds it and retains it. So my daily dance with water is twofold. One, I just love to think about the water that's in me right this moment and where that's been around the planet. It's like, I've got glaciers and oceans. I've had, you know, animals all around the planet drinking at the stream and, and nourishing and filling the plants so that they grow and, you know, all the humans and all that, the, there's all this story in the water that's with me that lets me connect, you know, for all of time that's been and know that it's carrying forward to all the time that, that will be. And so one thing I feel like I can do as a human is to put that intention of gratitude and love and peace into the waters in me, into the waters that come out of my faucets, into the waters I encounter, 
when I'm just moving around in the world, whether I'm in the ocean or by a lake or at that beautiful mountain stream, you know, knowing that the water records that part of the story too um, and carries it forward. Uh, so water, yeah, it's all about the water for me. And again, it's like Pam said, it's an easy thing. You know, you're walking around with your water every day. <laughs> But your water changes every day, too. So it's not the same water, you know, even from, you know, hour to hour within yourself. You're you're taking in other stories and and other parts of that water magic. Um, yeah. So that's what I love to do. Thank you so much, Julie. That's really beautiful. I've never actually thought about that. Connected my internal waters to all the water that's been on this earth and all the places that um, yeah, all the beings that have touched that water that's in me now. That's really sweet. Um, I'm gonna have to add that in. <laughs> so thank you. Uh -huh. What I love, Julie, and I'm so glad you brought that forward that that I mean, I, I, I kind of know that but that there's this finite amount of water on the planet, but but it's really, again, you know, when we bring it into conscious awareness, it changes things and it starts to make you really like, be like drinking your glass of water saying, oh, where have you been? <laughs> you know? Where were you last? <laughs> and, um, and then the memory part is so, oh, it's so important. And I know that I've done some work with water in the past, like water that was polluted and really working on changing my attitude towards it and treating it instead as is holy water you know and um and and it really shifts things when you just change your attitude towards it so so yeah that thank you that's great good stuff yeah julie i was getting teary listening to you talk it's just so beautiful what you just shared and particularly that piece of you know, all the time that ever was and all the time that ever will be in our beautiful sacred connection with water and how it is alive, it's dynamic, it has a spirit and we can be in this beautiful sacred relationship with water. It's just, yeah, it's so beautiful, so eloquently said. So thank you for sharing that. I also wanted to thank you, Julie. One of the things that um, really got me was the continuous flow you know, just continuous flow. It doesn't stop. It's always there and always present and can, um, can really transform. I mean, talk about a shapeshifter. Oh my God. It's amazing. It really is. So thank you. Thank you for that. Well, and I was thinking too, as you were talking, we have several of our dear sisters are in areas where water is really uh, challenged right now. And um, so it just feels like another way of bringing us back into relationship with and helping to bring a balance to the waters on the earth, whether where I am, we have often have a abundance <laughs> too much maybe. Um, and then uh, where Lillian and Sarah are um, and where Alicia is now, they, uh, you know, it's real dry time, water is crisis. So, um, so what another great way of bringing us back into relationship and um, helping to balance um, that relationship with water. So thank you, thank you, Julie. Um, so since we're on West Coast, Lillian, do you wanna share what you do every day? Yes, I would love to share. 
my simple daily way of connecting with nature um, that I really love to do is by leaving offerings and giving gifts to nature. And um, Jen, I was just, you know, listening to you introduce this circle and this whole day of um, Giving Tuesday and this whole month of fundraising and really how um, we're connecting to the energies of reciprocity. And to me, that feels like such a foundational, you know, part of um, giving offerings is being in that reciprocal relationship with nature. I mean, like when I'm outside and when I'm connecting with nature, or even just thinking about nature, like I can't help but just be totally mind blown by how much nature gives to me. And the answer to that is like literally everything. Like, like Pam was saying, my breath, my which is my life, comes from the plants and trees. My body is everything I've eaten my whole life. Thank you, Mama Earth, for that, you know? And then um, just everything, the fibers of my clothes, the, you know, beauty that feeds my soul and my spirit when I go walk outside and connect with the nature that I live amongst. Um, the healing, the, the everything, it comes from nature. So it's like, of course, um, my heart calls me to give back um, in, in even humble, simple daily acts. And, um, you know, an offering can come in so many different forms um, and can, you know, be gifted to nature for so many different reasons, personal reasons or, or whatnot, but really I think the foundation of it is it's something gifted from the heart and, um, and it establishes that, that connection of reciprocity and giving back to um, that which gives so much to us. So, um, you know, we're feeding spirit, we're feeding the spirit of nature because spirit feeds us and the spirit of nature feeds us. And, um, you know, this is something that I learned from you, Pam, and that I know that you learned from your dear teacher, Martine Prechtel, that we as humans have something that spirit doesn't have, and that is our hands and our ability to create beauty with these hands um, and, to, and to really create in this material world that we live in, um, to make things and to create beauty. So um, offerings can look like really anything of beauty, our hands are connected to our heart too, right? It's like the extension of our heart. So what we make with our hands through our heart. So it could be something as simple as a bead or um, something molded out of clay or an offering that's woven or painted or, um, you know, even song too, like offering our voice. It's not necessarily through our hands, but it's our, it's a creation that comes through us, through our heart in, you know, with that intention of gifting and giving back to nature, being outside and offering our voice. Um, but one thing that I make with my hands on a daily basis um, is food. I'm always cooking for myself. So um, my simple way of, of being in an offering practice is by making a little spirit plate of the food that I make for myself and offering that outside to nature. So um, I actually brought my little spirit plate that I made from breakfast this morning, this cute little dish that um, actually everyone who came on the 
the journey of transformation that one led to Mount Shasta, was that two falls ago now? Um, received one of these really sweet little little bowls. It's an offering bowl. And um, I use this when I'm home, but if I'm not home, if I'm, you know, at a friend's house or out in nature at a having a picnic on a hike or something, sometimes I'll just find a really beautiful leaf or find a really beautiful piece of bark or something and then take just a little bit of everything that I've cooked for myself for that meal and, um, you know, place it beautifully with intention on this little dish. And then I'll take that outside. And if I'm home, I have a special offering place that's right outside in the front of my house. And it, it just feels to me like, um, like a special place where the nature spirits of this land feel very alive and present. And it's a beautiful, peaceful moment of, of getting still and taking um, some time to acknowledge the nature and um, the nature allies that live around me. And I just take that moment, you know, out with this dish and, um, and say greetings, thank you, nature kin who I live with. Thank you so much for being my relatives, for being my friends, for being my landmates, you know, for, for being here. I, I honor you for all of the ways that you contribute to life and contribute to the well-being of this sweet little piece of land and earth that we all share and call home here. And um, just being in that acknowledgement and being in that thanks and um, honoring all that the nature allies give. And I say, you know, here is a humble gesture of my overflowing thanks and appreciation for you all for being here um, and for being in this life together. Um, and it's an offering of love, an offering of thanks. And then I leave this in that little spot and um, that's my simple daily gesture and way of, of being in connection in reciprocity and acknowledgement and um, yeah, giving something that I created with my hands and with my heart and from this place of thanks. And um, like I said, offerings can come in so many different forms. I know the Vision Council women here have their own offering practices and, um, and um, yeah, and, and give offerings in, in different, you know, unique and personal ways too, but that's a little uh, window into my practice. Thank you, Lillian. Will you hold the dish up close to the camera so we can see? Oh yeah, sure. So it's a little bit of my breakfast that I adorned with some flower petals to add beauty. <laughs> and I'll go take this outside to that spot that I mentioned after our call. Well, and I was thinking about Add Beauty. I mean, this is Lillian, so uh, many of you don't know, but Lillian is our resident artist. So if you are, if um, you've been a member of one from the beginning and you've received those sweet little graphics we would send out, Lillian created all of those. And, um, and you're going to see some more. We have an announcement. I forget if I said that earlier. We have a big announcement later that we're going to make. And you're going to get to see, hopefully, if, if technology is on our side, you'll get to see um, another thing of beauty that Lillian has created. So um, you definitely bring beauty wherever you go. So thanks, Lillian. Yeah, Lillian, I just absolutely love that heart share. I can just feel your heart like beaming out in everything that you were saying. Just 
just then. Thank you so much for sharing that. And it really um, brings up for me this thing of love languages and like, what is our love language? How do we express how we love the people that we love and that nature, it's exactly like that with nature of like, what is our love language with nature? That that is one of the most beautiful things that we can each connect with and offer to nature because nature really feels the intention all of the spirit beings in nature, they really feel that heart intention when we offer that through any kind of modality and just that um, absolute beauty in what you just shared me offering. It's so clear that they feel that so deeply. So thank you. I just, I honor that in you. Um, yeah, so grateful for that. Um, yeah, I'd say one of, one of my big love languages is certainly quality time. And one of the ways that I love to connect with nature on a daily basis so much is to stand barefoot particularly um, out back here behind um, behind this house. I just absolutely love this land so deeply that I live on and multiple times a day and it has gotten cold recently. And so my feet will feel like ice blocks <laughs> when I'm out there, but I will still go out and it's, you know, freezing cold. But there is this experience that I have when I stand barefoot on the earth and I face the sun, even if even if the sun is hidden behind the clouds, I'll still go out and I'll face the direction of the sun, kind of like orient in that same way like the sunflowers do towards the sun. And I'll just feel this connection. It feels like these energetic roots through my feet. It feels like, um, like in the movie Avatar where they'll like hook the hair into the horses and it'll just like connect like that. I feel that through my feet with the earth. And that to me is something that is so available for any person that has a little teeny tiny patch of bare earth to stand on like even if it's like a park or you know just like anything any little any little patch of earth or if it's not available like sometimes you know when it's like pouring rain out I'll do that even inside my house where I'll just stand even on the floor and just feel that rooted connection through the through the floorboard so you could even feel that if you're standing on like in your apartment you know three stories up in Brooklyn or something it's like that is still totally available that connection of, of deep rooting with the earth. Um, so that is my offering. That is my, that is my love offering and just deep relationship connection with the earth that I love to do every single day. So yeah, thank you. Thanks, Sarah. You're a brave one. <laughs> I it is cold sometimes. Sometimes like yesterday, it, my feet were frozen. <laughs> I don't want to be barefoot on the earth too, but mine's usually from, you know, like early spring to late fall, even this time it's a little late for me. So, um, but it's always such a joy when I can go out and kick off the muck boots and walk barefoot and walk the labyrinth barefoot. So, but I don't know, I can't do it when it's cold. <laughs> and Pam, with the snow on the ground, I'm sure you're not doing it. <laughs> so. Ooh, <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not going out walking barefoot, but, but I do do the barefoot thing pretty much all spring, summer and fall. And it's living where I live, you know, and living in the East, you know, especially, I mean, probably where you live too, Sarah, but um, the, the earth is just so friendly, you know, it's soft and you're work, walking on soft grass and the ground is just, you know, it's moist usually. And um, it's rare that it's crispy dry like it gets in California. That doesn't happen here. Rarely does that happen. So it's moist, it's soft, it's like you're walking on a cushion and it's just great. And then, you know, of course you're walking barefoot on all of these amazing plants, you know, you're walking around on them and 
and you know this, but you know, the pores on the bottom of your feet are really big. And so you actually are taking a little nanonutrients, little, little, little teensy weensy bits of all these plants. And I, so when I think about that, when I kind of like go, oh, it's okay that I'm walking on you. It's okay. I'm not, I'm not going to, you know, damage you or anything like that. And you're actually helping me be healthy. Thank you very much. And anyway, it's just this, it's one more thing that, and, and as we're all talking, what I'm realizing is that where this reciprocity thing is built in, I mean, it's built into us and, and, and it's built into nature because nature is giving to us all the time. And that's what we're all talking about, all the different elements and all the different ways in which this reciprocity thing is like, it's part of the, it's part of the deal, which is like, wow. But when we, bring it into consciousness, it takes us to that next level of what we like to refer to here in um, Nature Evolutionaries as co-creative partnership, where we actually move into that partnership with nature. So I love hearing these stories. This is great. Yeah, it is great. It's great to hear everybody's um, takes, not take, I don't know. It's great to hear you talk and share your about your daily activities. And it also gives me a little glimpse into what your days are like, which is always sweet. <laughs> Um, Laura, you want to share uh, what you do? Um, sure. So um, pretty much a little bit of what everybody else said. And one of the things that really gives me great joy is to connect with nature through its offerings to us through food, the food that we eat. Um, you know, of course, the breath that we breathe and the water that we drink and, you know, the gifts that we receive and give and the earth that we stand on. Um, I also felt that um, at one point there's a kitchen garden that we created just outside. And um, I think what's there's not much that's growing there now. I mean, I do have rosemary, which I actually put in some water to drink. Um, because I often feel like nature is teaching me. I used to have this feeling like with cooking and preparing food that I was going to direct the whole thing, you know, follow a recipe or whatever. And, you know, that, that worked at least to get it launched. Um, but truly the magical moment for me was to just stop and listen and ask and be curious and be intuitive. And when that happened, I was able to connect to this place of love. And if you, you, you can open up so many recipe books and follow them. And, you know, that again, that's a teaching. But um, what I found was that love was the key ingredient in a recipe that only the grandmothers remembered. Mm. And um, so every day I remember that. I open my heart, I go downstairs, um, or sometimes just, you know, look out the window to, to receive messages. And I think that's something that's just been very profound, um, you know, 
connecting with the vision council, connecting with one, learning that co-creative partnership and how to really be a good listener. Um, when I go downstairs to the kitchen, it's, um, you know, to be able to go outside and go inside that kitchen garden. I got the message one day when I was sitting there, you can't walk in here with shoes on. You just can't. So even in the very, very cold weather, cold and wet, my shoes are off and I'm in there barefoot and I come back in with muddy feet and sometimes I forget and climb back into bed because <laughs> it's early. And, you know, that's a bit of a mess, but I don't, you know, it's, it's all been part of the process. And um, I do, I just, I give thanks. I, I open my heart. I give thanks to the care, the attention, the gratitude, understanding how the food was grown, um, how it got here. Um, you know, maybe I didn't grow it, somebody else did. So there's deep gratitude for that. And, um, you know, to look at, like, to look at something like a carrot, it grows into the earth. Those are minerals, those are nutrients, those are vital. And it becomes us, it becomes our blood, our cells, our tissues, our organs. Our brain is an organ, it becomes our thoughts. You know, so again, nature is teaching us. And I think when that message is, um, yeah, that's how I wake up every day. Thanks, Lara. I love food. <laughs> so, so I'm always happy to connect with nature through food. And it is such a, um, you know, it's like all of these other moments that everybody's sharing. It's such, um, it's part of our everyday life. Um, and it's such an invitation that we can bring nature in and just the, without having to do huge grand gestures, we can be connecting with nature throughout the day, just living our lives um, and remembering our innate connection and our love and gratitude. Um, and so for, uh, for our members, you probably already know this, but Lara did a little cooking class this past summer um, where she invited us into her kitchen. Um, so if you're not a member and you wanna become a member, you can have access to that video and um, see her in action and have access to some of her delicious recipes that are definitely made with lots of love. Um, thanks, Lara. Yeah, thank you, Jen. Thank you, everybody. Lara, I just wanna, um... I'm really grateful that you brought that in the the whole love piece. Um, I mean, I get that, you know, it's, I think it's like, for me, it's like an intellectual getting. And I, I realize how, um, I mean, I love the gardener garden. I'm a big gardener and I love fresh food and all that. And we, you know, we store food, you know, we freeze it, we can it, we do all that stuff. We dry some, we do all that. And yet I feel like I'm still conditioned to take a recipe out. While re I mean, I, I do ad lib some on those recipes, but I rarely create a dish. And I'm like, I would like to move. I would like to move into that. I would like to shift from, you know, oh, here, you know, the other thing is that my mom bless her heart she's passed on now and but um 
she was like, we have this on this day, this on this day, this on this day, this on this day. And then we repeat the whole thing. And it was just kind of like, it became rote, you know, very rote. And every now and then I catch myself doing that. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Um, I refuse to eat meatloaf, though. That's one thing. <laughs> Draw the line at meatloaf. Anyway, that was one of the weekly meals. Anyway, I just want to say that um, thank you for, like, making me, like, sparking that thing of, like, oh, yeah, right. Just bring your heart into it, Pam. Hello. Duh. So, anyway, thanks. Thanks for that reminder. That's, Yeah. It's good. You're so welcome. I, I can just share one other little thing um, that came to me this morning. I was making some rice and um, from Point Reyes, California, I had been gifted this beautiful um, sea vegetable kombu and um, our daughter had gifted it to me and there's only just a wee little bit left in the package. I, I save it because it makes me think of her and the love that I have for her. And the plant itself, the sea vegetable, when I tucked it into the rice, I knew that it was infusing its love into the rice. Like they were marrying each other. I mean, I had this whole invented idea as I was doing it. So it's just, it's joy. And um, I watched the sea vegetable go from being dried to now, hydrating. It was a, a hydrated miracle that was moving through the broth that was cooking the rice and the house smells amazing. <laughs> um, and it was so simple. It was just so simple. So thank you. Thanks, Laura. April, do you want to share what you do every day? Uh, you know, I have to confess that I'm not sure I do every, there's one thing that I do every day. I mean, obviously I breathe every day, but with consciousness and with the grace that I would like to. Um, so like, I love to greet the sunrise. I love it when, when I see the sky turning pink. I love it when I can begin to just see that light arising. And there's prayers that I know that I've memorized. And there's words that I like to speak to sun when he appears over the horizon. And it's a relationship. I love it. And some days it's cloudy. I wake up in a hurry and I forget all about it. And oh, I forgot. But that's okay. You know, thank God. Sun is forgiving. Um, but I do love to greet the sun whenever possible, whenever I remember. And sometimes it ends up being in the evening when there's the light just catches the trees in a certain way or the sky is suddenly turned color. And these days it's so early, it takes me by surprise, but the sky is suddenly purple. And so there's a moment where I know the sun's going and I feel this sort of dropping within myself and then oh yeah now it's sunset and then if I remember to speak to the sun and myself at that same time that's a gift um but I I love everything that's been said I love Sarah's word of love language all the things that we can do that's love language and 
I learned this wonderful thing from Pam Montgomery, my friend and teacher, about talking to nature beings out loud. And in, in some of the rituals we've done together, we've actually made a practice of speaking the most beautiful words we can, um, becoming oral poets and really saying lovely things um, of praise to whoever it is, the tree or the blade of grass or the bird. And I do love that ritual way of speaking, like it brings back sort of an ancestral memory of bards and, you know, who would try to speak with beauty to, to the beings around them. And then there's also this sort of more informal, just conversations that it's fun to have. And I have to say that as I've grown older, I feel more, and as I'm living alone, being a little old woman living alone kind of gives me the, the permission just to talk out loud to the trees and the plants and the birds and the flowers and not worry if anybody thinks I'm crazy. So it's, um, you know, I hope that everybody who's younger and living with people can have that freedom too. But for me, it really took this stage of life to, to get there where I can walk out and talk to the moon out loud. And I can talk to, oh, the birds, especially the birds. Um, they really lift my heart and I like to talk to them and listen to the sounds that are coming back. Um, whether it's the birds or the wind, the actual physical sounds. And then if I'm really lucky and really quiet, that becomes um, a message that's resonating in me, in my heart, in my mind. And it might even um, translate itself into human language. And, you know, a bit of advice for me or a little bit of, whoops, um, you goofed up there. Or, or often it's just like love, it's thank you. It's thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, back and forth. It's you are so beautiful. You are so beautiful, back and forth. Um, and then if um, I'm really lucky, I can just feel love pouring out. And I have to say that in times of difficulty, um, if I can just remember that to lean into the love of the tree, just lean into it or the love of the moon or whatever it is, just know that even if I feel like, oh, things are coming at me that I don't like, and this is, I don't know how to solve this problem. If I can remember just to lean back into it, into that love that is being spoken to me um, all the time, if I'm just quiet enough, then it's so sustaining. So I just, um, I guess that's, it's offering, it's remembering, it's just feeling the heart, feeling love, it's feeling gratitude, it's all the things that my beautiful sisters here have said. And um, all the words, the secret words that are always being spoken to us. So thank you. Thank you, April, the secret words that are being spoken to us. I love it. <laughs> thank you. Um, and I also really appreciate your honesty that, uh, you know, we all have days where we just don't get up and do our practices um, or we get caught up in life and we forget 
Um, so I appreciate that honesty. And also um, in that there's the recognition that nature is forgiving and it's okay. It's okay if we forget everything, if we you know, forget about our breath, we forget about the water or food and we're just going through the motions, but um, we can always return back to them and, um, and, and remember. Um, and sometimes all we need is to do one of these simple practices to bring us back into that place of connection with nature and, um, and bring us back into our bodies and into our hearts. And so while we're talking about all of these different practices, um, I don't know that we're really focusing on, they benefit us, you know, it, yes, it helps us deepen our relationship with nature, but it also helps us be calmer and helps us to be more centered and more able to um, handle the, uh, I forget the, the language you use, Pam, but something about like the um, remain sane in an insane world. Um, so, you know, it just helps us go through these challenging times. Um, and so that's one of the things for me is when I'm feeling life is so crazy, I like to bring out one of these practices because that's my, that's my red flag to say, hey, you haven't been taking care of yourself and you haven't been connecting with nature. And so if I just, you know, tune into one of them, it just helps to make it all um, calmer. So thanks, April. And uh, one last thing, and I'll let somebody else say something. Um, uh, if you, you may have recognized her voice. So April is an amazing storyteller. And we have uh, a number of stories that she's told for one on our website. So please check out our website, natureevolutionaries.com and, um, and listen to some of her stories, especially now that in the Northern hemisphere, it's getting colder. It's just really lovely to turn them on, sit down um, with a cup of tea uh, and, um, and listen to her voice because it's a really fabulous voice. <laughs> so um, thanks April. I don't know if anybody else has a comment you want to go ahead, April. Yeah. I just want to say thank you, Jen. That was a really nice thing you said. Thanks. <laughs> I, I thank you, April, for um, bringing the whole greeting the sun and um, and the light. Uh, you know, it's for me. It's it's I I love the light and and. You know, we we faced east here, so we get that morning sun and the colors in the sky are just oh man, and in the evenings too now the and what I'm no, what I notice at this time of the year as we move into the winter time months here is that the light really changes, and it's the angle of the sun I think, and it's just so. Um, there's a quality about the light and how it shines on the trees, especially after you've had a big snow and all the trees and all everything is covered with this amazing snow, which we just had a, a fairly good sized one um, a couple few days ago. And I, I, I went into town yesterday and I drove down Danby Mountain Road, which is a long dirt road, and it was like it was like I was transported into Dr. Zhivago or something, that movie, you know, where it was like an ice palace. And it was just, the road was lined in the this all these trees and they were kind of bending over because the the weight of the snow. And, and there was this light that was, I was just like, oh my goodness, I'm in a crystalline tunnel here driving. And it was just, took my breath away. It was just one of those moments of like, oh my God gosh, I am being marinated in this beauty. It was just unbelievable. And so thanks for bringing the whole light piece in because it's, it's pretty phenomenal. Thank you.
I'm laughing because Pam's very much in love with light. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so um, as what normally happens when we all get to talk and start talking about our love of nature, um, we went way over time because um, because we just love. We love to be in circle together. We love to talk about nature. We love to talk about the amazing um, gifts that nature provides to us and all the ways in which um, nature has touched our lives and our hearts. Um, so that's that's what happens. How can we you know, get upset about just loving, loving nature? Um, so, but we do wanna hear from you. So if you haven't um, posted in comments, we'd love to hear how you, now or later, how do you connect with nature? What are your daily activities? Um, and, uh, and of course, if you have any questions, let us know. And uh, so I want to, again, because today is Giving Tuesday, to remind you to please press that donate button. Um, and if you don't wanna donate through Facebook, you can go directly to our website, natureevolutionaries.com and donate there. And if you prefer to donate by check, there are also directions on there on how to do that, or you can email us. We're happy to receive your generosity in whatever way we need to. Um, and, uh, and, oh, I wanna remind you that anybody who donates before, um, December 31st, you get enrolled for a raffle for this beautiful curated ceremony kit. So this is a, this bag is made um, by the uh, uh, Kapok tree. Um, and we have a beautiful Shipibo altar cloth. But this is actually um, a song. And then we have these beautiful handmade bowls that April Sun Micah made for us. There's three of them, so you can give your offerings in these as well. And there's cornmeal, a little thing of cornmeal that I grew and ground myself with lots of song and prayer. And uh, mugwort smudge stick, which I also made this and said prayers during that and a turkey feather and candle and all kinds of little goodies in here for you to um, to add and take to ceremonies. I have one of these myself and it's wonderful to be able to load it up and carry it to um, my different ceremonies. But um, hopefully you're ready because now we have a great big announcement that I've been saying we're going to announce for months, but it's finally gonna happen. Um, so Pam, you wanna share? You're muted, Pam. There we go. Okay, here we go. Uh, so I'm totally thrilled and excited to share with you that we are going to be hosting a summit uh, around Earth Day time. So that's April 21st to the 24th. So it's four days, 21st, 22nd, 23rd, 24th of April. And it is called Women Working for the Earth restoring our connection with nature or restoring our relationship with nature so um so anyway it's we're we are super stoked and excited about this summit so summit meaning it'll be online it won't be in person we well, way back when we first kind of like dreamed this up we thought oh we'll have an in-person conference well that's not happening right now uh, these days. Um, we're choosing not to, we're choosing to do an online summit. So 
And we have some really exciting folks that we, women, that we are bringing forward to share with you about what it is that they, they do on the, on the earth. What are the, what's the work that they do? What's, what's the action that they take to really um, uh, uh, work with the earth? I mean, it's basically that. And so we have uh, five keynote speakers that will be uh, presenting, and then we have a bunch of other women presenting. All, all every every single woman is awesome, just to say, every single one. But we're pretty excited about a couple of these keynotes, uh, or all of these keynotes, which is uh, Winona LaDuke, who I hope that you all know who Winona LaDuke is, because if you don't, you will after you come to the summit, because she's like one of my heroines of all times. and. So, uh, so there's Winona, and then we have, um, which she lives on the the um, White Earth Reservation uh, in Minnesota, northern Minnesota. Then we also have Rosemary Gladstar, who many of you may know. She's um, she's the actually the probably the leading person who brought herbalism into like kind of more of mainstream here in America, and so she's um, an amazing herbal teacher and uh, founder of United Plant Savers. So she will be joining us. We also have Terry Tempest Williams, who is one of the, another one that a person that I just love her. If you haven't read her books, oh, you are in for a treat. Her one that I just finished reading was called Erosion. And it was so moving. I, I as I'm driving along, I, I can barely drive because the tears are, are pouring down my face because I'm just weeping at the beauty that she's bringing forward. Anyway, she's an amazing earth poet and writer and activist. She's very, she's from Utah and she does a lot of uh, uh, action around around climate change and around deforestation and around just uh, water issues. I mean, she's awesome. So Terry Tempest Williams will be with us. We also have Linda Black Elk, who's from North Dakota. And I love Linda because she um, she brings forward this beautiful way, indigenous way of working um, with plant with herbs and with food and with wild food and she just her stories about how you know how how the harvesting and everything is done in in a reciprocity kind of way so um anyway she's awesome and she she makes incredible food and oftentimes i see her posts on facebook and places where she's like look at what I made tonight. And it's like, oh my goodness. So anyway, I'm super excited to have Linda Black Elk with us. She also is an, as an herbalist, a medical herbalist, and she ran the, um, the, the herbal um, tent or the herbal um, health tent at uh, Standing Rock. So when Standing Rock was happening, she was in charge of that. Uh, and then we also have Leah Penniman, and Leah Penniman is this lovely young woman who um, runs Soul, uh, along with uh, other folks, runs Soul Fire Farm, and she's just, um, you know, she's bringing like regenerative agriculture women and women of color working in regenerative agriculture and she's just you know she's leading the leading the charge and so another very uh exciting young woman coming forward to just share with us like 
the the fabulous work she's doing on the planet. So we are stoked uh, up the wazoo and ex incredibly feel juiced and excited. And we want to share this excitement with you. And we want to share these amazing, amazing women with you. And like I said, we have a long list of other presenters that we'll be sharing with you. So yeah so we get to like just kind of revel in the joy of of being of of being women who are dedicated to working with the earth and all of nature so i hope you can join us put it on your calendar right now april 21st through the 24th we'll see you there Thanks, Pam. And so, of course, technology did not work for us. So we will um, we'll share the the graphics later on Facebook, and you're going to see them lots. So you'll have lots of time to stare at these beautiful graphics um, because this is just our first announcement. We'll, but we've been holding it out for so long, and we wanted you to know that the donations that you're doing today for Giving Tuesday are really helping us bring. This is a huge, a huge endeavor, um, and bringing top name speakers who women who are just dedicated their whole lives to the earth. And as Pam said, you know, these keynotes are just the beginning. Um, we're still working on gathering all the rest of the summit, but every single woman on our list just inspires us and, um, and would be a remarkable, could it be the keynote themselves. They're all just really incredible women. Um, so, so yes, your donations, besides supporting all of the work that one does daily and um, all the educational opportunities we provide, our teleseminars, um, our other classes, our ceremonies, uh, our beautiful newsletters, on top of all of that, you are helping to bring this summit that we've been dreaming about for years into uh, being. And so I just really wanna thank you. Um, and we wanna share this excitement with you. Um, so Sarah, I just want to check in with you because you've been really holding the ball for the summit. Is there anything you want to say before I sign us out? I mean, really that this summit is, is a love song and a love letter to the earth that if anything that you have heard this morning has been inspiring. I mean, I've been brought to tears multiple times just listening to all of your absolutely amazing shares that this is like exponentially rippling out into that just deep honoring, deep love of the earth. And if that's something that you're interested in connecting and with more, definitely join us. And like Pam said, mark your calendars over Earth Day. It is going to be absolutely incredible world-changing events. So we're really excited and look forward to seeing you there. Great. Thanks, Sarah. So thank you, everyone, for joining us today um, or possibly later if you're watching the video later. And thank you again for your generosity and for your dedication to the Earth. Together, we can really, we, we are. We are already creating a more beautiful world. And we can continue to do this. And we can really bring forward the world that we are dreaming of and that we know is possible. And so I just want to thank you. Much love and many blessings to you on this journey. Bye, everyone.